Hi, hello, this is your Body and Soul podcast, Healthy-ish, and I am Felicity Harley. So in case you missed it, September is Blood Cancer Awareness Month and the Leukaemia Foundation, they've found that blood cancers combined are now the second most diagnosed cancers in Australia. In fact, one person is diagnosed every 28 minutes and it can develop in anyone from children to adults. Now, unlike other cancers, unlike most other cancers, there are no screening programs available for blood cancer and there is no way to prevent it through lifestyle change. My guest today is a blood cancer survivor. Sophie Patnikoff Gray is 31. She's from Adelaide and when I recorded this episode, she was midway through walking the 1200 kilometre Heisen Trail all by herself. She is a true inspiration. If you want more from Sophie, make sure you download Extra Healthyish, where she talks through her full journey in in surviving cancer, getting through it, and how she's healed her mental health through mindfulness and meditation. Just search for Extra Healthyish wherever you get your awesome podcasts. Sophie, welcome to Healthyish. Now, your story, well, it's one of heartbreak, yet also remarkable, well, courage and resilience. So let's start with the beginning. Can you tell me what type of blood cancer you were diagnosed? So just give us a bit of a background to this. Sure. So I was diagnosed with acute myeloid leukemia or AML, which is a blood cancer that affects the bone marrow. So essentially my bone marrow wasn't working properly. So I wasn't producing my blood cells, um, how they should have been produced. So AML affects the white blood cells. So I was producing more immature white blood cells that crowded out the healthy cells in my blood. So what, what did, how did you feel? Like, how did you discover that you had, I suppose, how did you, what pushed you to see a doctor that something wasn't quite right with your body? I actually was diagnosed from a routine blood test at the doctor's, which is quite a, yeah, a a rare way to go, go about it. Um, uh, Looking back now, I definitely had, a few different symptoms now that I know the symptoms of blood cancer, things like fatigue, bruising easily, lots of um, infections. So I had a few colds that I couldn't really shake off, Um, but none of those were enough to push me to seek further advice from the doctor. I'd actually gone about something else and they decided to do a full blood panel, full blood check, and the results came back a little bit off. Um, which then led to further testing and a referral to the haematology department at my local hospital, which then then led to a bone marrow biopsy. And then I was diagnosed with leukemia. That must have been such a harrowing time for you. What? How old were you? And tell us about when you first got diagnosed. So I was 29 when I was diagnosed. I'm 31 now. And it really just turned my world upside down when I was diagnosed. It's like someone pulls the rug out from underneath you and to have to try and face your mortality and your life um, at the age of 29 was something that was so jarring and um, something that I, I really wish other people don't have to go through. Yeah. 
Yeah, I bet. And what, I mean, it, I, I mean, I can't even imagine what it must be like facing that because I think I've interviewed people before who've gone through similar things and they say, you know, we go through life just thinking we'll get to 70 or 80 and then it will happen. But to be faced with it in your 20s or 30s is just, I mean, it's just something that you just can't even comprehend. Yeah, totally. I mean, having to go through and write a will at 29 and decide, okay, well, who's going to get what? And uh, thinking about doing an advanced care directive and being told that you might not live through through treatment, having to deal with big things like that at such a young age that, yeah, you never expect that you're going to do. You, you expect you've got another 30, 40, 50 years onto that. It's it's really jarring. Was this the hardest part of your battle with cancer or was there something else? What was kind of the low point for you? Yeah, I think the low point was definitely dealing with all of those things um, before I went in for my stem cell transplant, which is where essentially through chemotherapy, my own bone marrow is destroyed and you have no immune system and you're given a donor's stem cells which find their way into their bone marrow and start producing the blood um, in your body again. Before I went in for that treatment, I had a very serious meeting with doctors and nurses that you're basically told you you might not live through this treatment and here is this list of pages and pages of things that might go wrong. Um, and to, to, to really have no option that if you don't do this procedure, you will die in a matter of months from, from the cancer. And if you do, then there might be all these other things that go wrong, but this is the only thing that you can do. This is the only chance that you have. That was really, really hard. And what, how did you get through that? What, what kind of got you through that period? I think... There were quite a few things um, for my mental health. Seeing a psychologist yeah. was exceptionally helpful to have someone that's a, a bit removed from the situation that you're able to talk to and express all these feelings that are coming up that you're dealing with that perhaps your friends and family can't quite relate to. And you don't have that that open talking to because they're really hoping that you're going to get better and you you shouldn't be thinking too negatively and things like that. So speaking to a psychologist was really helpful to me, but also finding my yoga and meditation and mindfulness practice were elements that really brought all this together for me and helped me get through those times in just calming down my body and calming down my mind as well. So there were quite a lot of things that were really helpful in that and also um, having the support of, of family and friends, you, you realize the people that are there for you in that time and the people that aren't there for you and what can really bring you up um, and really holding those people dear. The support that I received from friends and family at that time was was just incredible and really got me through. And what what has suffering from, you know, your type of blood cancer taught you about living? I mean, you're in the middle of hiking the Heisen Trail, which is a 1200 kilometer trail outside Adelaide in South Australia. I mean, by yourself, that is phenomenal. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> you have flipped this story on its head and, and you're an inspiring woman. So what, what has suffering from this taught you about living? Yeah, thank you. I think going through a diagnosis like that has really made me question the way that I wanted to live, what values I have and 
really pushed me to do the things that I want to do, to say the things that I want to say. Um, I think if you had have asked me a few years ago if I would have ever have hiked the Heisen Trail by myself, I would have said, oh, yeah, I'd like to do that at some point, but, you know, I can't, I'm not fit enough or, um, you know, it would be something that I would never have gotten around to. But going through this diagnosis and facing my mortality has enabled me to really cherish these moments and to just go out there and do it and just push yourself and to build that resilience is something super special that you can go out and do all the things you've done all the things before that you thought that you couldn't do and you will do all the things in the future and now and um, more and you you sound like you're doing more (laughs) yeah Sophie thanks thank you so much for coming on Healthy Ish thank you for having me what an amazing inspiring woman Sophie is Remember, September is Blood Cancer Awareness Month. If you or someone you love is diagnosed with blood cancer, please reach out to the Leukaemia Foundation or join the tens of thousands of Australians impacted by blood cancer by participating in this year's Light the Night fundraising event on Saturday, 16th of October. If you want any more info, I'll leave all the links in our episode notes. And also Extra Healthy-ish, that other podcast we have from Body and Soul. You can find out more information about that on bodyandsoul.com.au or join the conversation on Instagram or Facebook. Thanks again for listening to this episode. And if you have a moment, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. And until tomorrow, stay healthy-ish. Hey, I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component of that. I I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts.